Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and today is our bonus Q&A episode with Jen Long, who is a certified master coach and the CEO of Management Possible, a leadership development company providing coaching for leaders and managers across various disciplines. Jen is also the author of the book, Own Up, How to Hold People Accountable Without All the Drama. My book is called Own Your Career, Own Your Life, and you can tell we're both big on ownership. She talked about ownership in our last episode, and if we haven't listened to that, go check that out. She talks all about communication and accountability and why that's so important for us to get more done in our organizations. And of course, I agree with her 100%, everything she talked about, especially this idea of taking ownership, taking responsibility. I had to really bite my tongue (laughs) and stop myself so I don't jump in there and, and take it over because she's an expert in this space. And I'm just learning like you and like everybody else. But if you haven't checked out my book, and I can't believe you listen to this podcast, you haven't checked out my book yet, but go get Jen's book, Own Up, and get my book as well, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, Stop drifting and take control of your future. And that will motivate you if it's not if you're not already motivated to take ownership of your career and your life and responsibility for everything and take control of your future. That is what it's all about. I'm also on a mission to help more people in organizations, big organizations, take ownership of their careers. And if you're looking for a great speaker to help you with that stuff, let me know. All right. Without further ado, here is my bonus QA episode with Jen Long. We talk about her career, we talk about the challenges she's following, the trends she's following, and a book recommendation as well. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I am back today with my friend, Jen Long, who is a certified master coach and the CEO of Management Possible, as well as the author of the new book, Own Up, How to Hold People Accountable Without All the Drama. And today's our bonus Q&A round. I'm going to ask Jen a few more questions about her career, as well as what she sees going on in the talent development world. And if you haven't yet listened to our first conversation that was all about Jen's new book, all about communication and accountability for leaders. Make sure you go check that out. For now, we're going to dig in 
to a little bit of your career, Jen. I'm curious, you mentioned in our first conversation that you started out working in training and development and you started developing this framework and you got into coaching and you went out and started building a coaching practice. You could have, I would think, potentially done this internally within a company or for another company. Why did you decide to go out on your own? Because I don't like working for people. No, I'm <laughs> I mean, I am honesty, right? that's the reason why I don't all honesty and all honesty, yeah. firstly independent. And yeah. so because more freedom to do the kind of work in the way it should be done without the organizational politic. And I think that um, part of the benefit of being good at coaching is you're not part of the organization. You're outside the organization, yet you're hired by the organization. So I'm accountable to deliver for them, mm-hmm. but I'm not obligated to work under whatever the constraint is. Yeah. And so I think to develop people that that's always helpful because you're bringing some outside influence in, which is what they're looking for. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I don't know why it is. I love working with people. I don't really like working for people. It just has never worked well for me. And once I discovered entrepreneurship and went on my own, I've just been a lot happier. Yeah. You know, plenty of clients, right? Have We have accountability, right? Things I need to deliver. And for some reason, when you know, I'm in a client relationship, I deliver everything on time. And whenever I worked in companies and I had bosses, like I was always late with everything. I don't know why. So the accountability <laughs> just feels different. I like it better this way. But we recognize not everybody's like that, right? Like most people enjoy having that uh, structure and relationship and working for large companies. So, you know, we create obviously content and things that will work for people in every walk of life, every type of situation. And so I appreciate what you've created with, you know, your book and all the work that you've done on accountability and communication. And I know that you have worked in talent development and with, you know, people in talent development. So I want to ask you a few questions about what you're seeing there. But before we do, going back to you and your career, what's been your proudest moment or one of your biggest accomplishments in your career so far? Well, I think one of the the biggest accomplishments is, you know, having started this work you know, 10 years before there was a coaching federation, before there was a thing called Mm -hmm. coaching, we were doing coaching just because it made sense. And so as part of that effort, the framework that I actually use in the book, the performance drivers and choice points framework is a, I think a, a really great framework to understand what's going on, both from from a manager looking at performance, being able to analyze it and go, where am I having my conversation? And from a coaching standpoint, right? Because for us, it was a coaching framework on what am I developing with you and how are we approaching what's going on for you? And so I think that framework to me is one of my best pieces of work. I love that. You've been coaching for a long time and now it seems that coaching is accessible and available and, and acceptable in most large companies, right? And of course you have big companies that provide coaching, companies that hire coaches internally. So things have changed a lot. Like you mentioned before, you were doing it before it was a thing. What do you credit to that? Why do you think there's been such a change now where companies are like, instead of, oh, we're going to hire an executive coach for the C-suite. Now we might, you know, offer coaching to everybody. Well, right. I mean, and, and I've, we've always thought it should be democratized in the sense of everyone should get coaching. And, and the Own Up program, as we've done it for 30 years, was a middle management program. And every manager got coached. And so we were really one of the few organizations where when you took the program, 
everybody got the coaching experience. And so that was kind of a novel thing. So we've always been big fans of that. But in terms of companies coming around to the investment, right, that we're actually going to do this as an ongoing kind of development culture, so to speak, that's been a long time coming. And I think because it's not regulated, because there's been, it depends on the people who had good experiences, magnified coaching, brought coaches with them as they took new jobs, moved to different companies, all that kind of stuff kind of went with them. But there were also people who were having experiences with coaching that that were non-consequential. And mm. so I think it's just had to mature as an industry yeah. and people yeah. who are coaching have had to mature the industry in addition to companies being in, willing to embrace it at any kind of large scale. And I also feel that the younger generations coming into the workforce are more open to this kind of connectivity and getting this. I mean, they go online to get a tutorial on YouTube in a heartbeat. Why would they not go online to get a coach? Right. Yeah. It's just completely yeah. changed what people expect and what they can get. As you've been building this over the years, what's been one of the biggest mistakes you've made or one of your bigger failures and what did you learn from it? Uh, I think probably one of the biggest things we did is we did an interactive multimedia game-based training before people had speakers on their computers. <laughs> and so really kind of being the early adopter, right? Spending a lot of time and energy coming up with novel ideas in the e-learning space when e-learning was just getting started. But the interesting thing about that, right? So we developed this whole game-based concept, 3D animated audio filmed on green screen. What it did early on, well, it, we didn't sell, like we had some clients use it, but they all had to come to our office because we had suites with speakers, mm -hmm. <laughs> the kind of hard drives that could handle video. Yeah. But one of the things you learn from that is uh, technology is everybody's job. And so early on learning that, that integrated how to do platforms, how to look at software, how to work as a team and that whole agile mindset has been a skill set like my theater skill set. The whole software skill set has been an interesting learning curve that out of that failure came all of this learning for us as a company, like, oh my God, you know, training and technology are going to be mono and mono from here on out. So just because we dove in early and didn't sell anything. Yeah. But that's all right. Yeah. Sometimes we are too early to the game and it doesn't work out. Way well. too early. I've, yeah. I've been there for sure. What's, what do you think is one of the biggest challenges in the talent development world right now? Oh, being overwhelmed and underprepared <laughs> in general, right? Like life right now. I think that's one of the, the biggest ones, but I also think diversity, equity, and inclusion is a big one. Hmm. It's there for everyone. And I think from the, it's from the coaching space, I've had to dive in because most of my clients have some kind of initiative. And I think as a coach, you need to be able to support whatever that might be. And that creates difficult conversations, difficult space for people from a developmental perspective, from a teaming perspective, from a succession and planning perspective. Because there's, there's plenty of, you know, middle-aged white guys who are engineers that I work with who are, who are struggling to understand what the strategy is about. And I think that talent development has the, 
there's a lot of work that still has to happen there for people to yeah. really embrace what the benefit is all about and what what the drive is all about other than the altruistic overtone that right. it has. Like, like they don't understand what is all this that needs to be done with DEI, like things are fine. And yeah, I totally get it. It's, it's you know, we need to be inclusive and like, yeah, we'll, we'll include more people, but don't really see the business case for it or truly understand the, the full scope of what it's right. all about. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's good. What's a trend that you're following in talent development right now? A trend in talent development. Besides the question. democratization of coaching. <laughs> that's definitely, that's definitely a trend that I'm following. I think the brain science is the one that, that, that I seem to be tracking, right? The, the neuro, the neuroscience, the brain studies of what happens in the brain, um, in conversation, how we think the impact, uh, emotional intelligence in the brain, all of those things. I think the more we kind of understand that and how we're actually using it, right. And how it's impacting in terms of language and connectivity. That's the trend I'm following. Yeah, I, did, I like I did it. a lot of work with. Yeah. Conversational intelligence is a really interesting book, right? Judith Glazier, who passed away a couple of years ago, but she did some really great work on the connectivity between what happens in your brain and language and how, how that impacts your neurochemistry. Well, my next question was going to be for a book recommendation. And there you go. <laughs> there you, you go. It. Conversational you intelligence go. by Judith Glazier. Great. And then last question for you, Jen, for those out there in talent development who are looking for ways to accelerate their own career success and be more successful in their careers. What's one more piece of advice you would give? Uh, I would say take the time, right? And talent development is a big, it's a big field, right? It's a chessboard of so many things. And while it's great to get mastery over specialization, whatever your passion is like, mm -hmm. right, follow your passion, make sure you go there, but also understand the connectivity because I think that the more you learn, the more you understand the connectivity between all the pieces and how you play with other parts of talent development and that collaborative energy and how when you're working from the, the end user's perspective, right, the learner who you're going to touch, the, ta the, the talent you're trying to develop that, you know, own what piece of their journey you want to be able to, to help build the bridge and see the bigger picture. Cause I think it's a mistake when we get stuck in, in one area. And I just say that from a, when you come in from a consultant place in talent development, I always want to know what have they invested in organizationally? Who are the players within the team itself? So that whatever I'm doing, I'm adding value to what they've invested in. And I can understand how those pieces come together. And so mm -hmm. whether you're internal understand the big picture. If you're external and you're developing talent, um, how are you making uh, the investments pay altogether instead yeah. of just coming in and focusing on what you know? Right. Understanding all the pieces, how things connect, maybe getting curious, exploring all the different aspects of talent development, maybe things that you don't understand that you can go dig into and find out about. So many opportunities out there when you're willing to open your mind. So many opportunities, right? I, 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 now, I always have the analogy of, you know, you've got your one congressman that you send to Washington, but don't you really want them to see the bigger picture? I want mm -hmm. a better America. I don't want it just a better state. I want everyone to benefit from the effort they do together. Should that ever happen ever again in my lifetime? I like that. Jen Long for Congress right there. President, <laughs> the start of your political campaign <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> by holding people accountable. 
Right. By only get people accountable. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's no uh, we could change the world if people were just right? accountable to the things they said and the things they did in politics. My right. goodness. All right. That's a topic for another day. Jen, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. The new book again is Own Up How to Hold People Accountable Without All the Drama. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere you want to go get books. You can find out more information at own-up.com. Jen, thanks again for being here. Appreciate it. Thanks, Andy. All right, take care. That will do it for my bonus Q&A episode with Jen Long. I hope you enjoyed that. Jen's just always a, a pleasure to talk with. Enjoy chatting with her and just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to coaching and communication and accountability and leadership, all that stuff. And I may get her on to lead a call in the Talent Development Think Tank community soon on this topic. We didn't book that in yet, but I probably will in the near future. And, you know, I've talked every episode about the Talent Development Think Tank. You probably heard me talk about it in the past. When I say, if you're not a member and you hear, oh, one of our guests is coming to speak in the community, I wanted to give you a little preview, a little inside look into what that looks like. It's not just, oh, I've already heard them on the podcast. They're going to come and give the same talk. We actually, we open it up to Q&A. We have a conversation. We ask members to share their experience about communication, accountability, whatever it may be. Um, so it's not just, it's not a webinar. Like in so many other memberships, when, when people come speak, it, it's basically a webinar, right? It's them talking to you. Maybe there's a little time for Q&A at the end. But when we do ours in the Think Tank community, it's the speaker speaking for 10 minutes on average. And then we open it up to Q&A and conversations and we're off to the races and the conversation usually lasts about 45 minutes to an hour. And we let people get on to their next call. Uh, but the idea is that you get out of it what you want, not just what the speaker wants to tell you. And that's what a community is. And that's why I love running the Talent Development Think Tank community. If you're not a member, come check it out. The website is tdtt.us, as in Talent Development Think Tank, tdtt.us. You can use code HOTSEAT for 10% off. And our podcast is also sponsored by Advantage Performance Group. Advantage is a professional services firm dedicated to providing a continuous stream of creative learning and consulting solutions that equip individuals, teams, and organizations to be the best at what they do. I was a partner with Advantage Performance Group for a couple of years. I loved working there and connecting with all the great partners that were there, as well as all the great solution partners who provide really great solutions in areas like leadership, sales performance, business acumen, uh, high impact learning sales training, you name it. There's a lot of great solutions, EQ and many more. If you're interested in multipliers, the book by Liz Weissman, they have a program that models that. It's a, it's a one-day simulation. It can be done virtually as well. I used to run that a ton for clients. Ultimately, I decided I just I'm, I wanted to work completely on my own, but I love working with Advantage. I still have many great friends there, and I am grateful that they are still sponsoring this podcast. So if you want to find out more information, including lots of great free solutions, just head on over to advantageperformance.com. All right. Thank you again for listening and I will talk to you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. And take care.